Welcome everyone to God Talk Uncensored, where no topic is off limits. We use the Bible as a source of truth, and everything we share is from our personal experiences and the Bible. All right, let's do this. Welcome back, my friends and followers, to God Talk Uncensored. We're going to do an episode today. This is the last episode in this particular location, studio, whatever you want to call it. Um, my wife and I, when we moved to Texas, had a, a two-part plan. The first plan was to get here and get grounded in community and in in our um, in church and and our faith base of of people. And the second thing was to find a piece of land that we could build our own home so that we could have a sustainable property, something that we could own um, animals and, and have uh, farming and, and be sustainable, you know, Uh, not, not crazy, you know, off grid, but, but to have a location that is ours that produces food and, and an environment where we have uh, more freedoms and so we're at that stage, which is awesome and amazing. And so we're putting this house on the market. If you know anybody who wants to buy a house, it's an amazing, beautiful home, but we don't need a house like this. Uh, and so we've already built our own home and we are moving. So uh, without further ado, and with that said, uh, this particular episode, I'm going to talk about a, a prophetic dream that I had and uh, it was disturbing and I thought it was just about me, which was horrible. Uh, but the Lord has later revealed that this is uh, more um, uh, more for everybody. And and what I mean by that is they it is following a pattern of scripture. And we're going to talk about a little bit what's happening in geopolitics, specifically with the hegemony of the U.S. dollar. And the uh, very quick uh, and and rapid movements that are taking place uh, with other nations and what's going to happen to uh, us here uh, in the United States of America, okay? All of this comes down to uh, end times related uh, incidences or incident. And uh, we know that the Bible clearly, Jesus, and clearly throughout all of Scripture, one-third of the Bible, by the way, is prophetic in nature. And most of the prophetic speaks of uh, the end times related things. Um, I heard recently that there was uh, people who believe in the second coming or the rapture are now called uh, extremists and radical. Um, And in Canada, they have actually started to censor any ideas that come from that biblical uh, narrative, which let me just be clear. It's, it's, Throughout the entire Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, the day of the Lord, right? Jesus spoke about it. He spoke about his return. And so because of all of those things, um, I've been paying really, really good attention to what is happening in Israel, what is happening uh, in uh, geopolitics, and most of it is extremely disturbing, okay? Okay. 
So uh, most people, whether you believe in the Bible or not, can see the trajectory that our uh, world is going. We, it is inevitable that we are headed for World War III or some global catastrophe of sorts. Uh, the U.S. has dominated for quite some time as the world's superpower. The U.S. dollar is the world's reserve currency, but things are rapidly, rapidly changing. And I've spoken about this before. I'm going to just throw out one thing that you may not know, uh, which is very important. So um, Iraq is the second largest oil producer in OPEC. Okay. OPEC is that uh, uh, consortium of nations that are uh, uh, members of that group, uh, OPEC and OPEC plus, plus because uh, Russia got added to it a number of years back. And uh, they have always used the U.S. dollar as the uh, currency to denominate oils, trade, and and um, transactions, right? That's always been the case. Well, just recently, very, very recently, um, Iraq has stated that they will now use uh, the... The Chinese yuan. They're going to use that currency as their medium of exchange for oil. Now, it's not exclusive yet, but the fact that 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 is taking place, it's taking place in Saudi Arabia, it's taking place throughout the world, the fiat currency, that paper that's been used by all countries, the U.S. dollar, is being challenged. The world is saying... Right now, the world is, is saying, we don't want to buy your debt. We don't want to buy your, we don't want to take on your currency so that you can fund all of the ideologies and all of the insanity and all of the um, programs that you guys think are important. So while most of the world is, is uh, you know, using their money, they're, they're, for infrastructure resources and so on and so forth. And they're struggling because, you know, the U.S. dollar for so long has uh, kind of crippled a lot of other countries uh, for a variety of reasons. They're saying, we don't want to do it. We don't want to do it anymore. And so what happens when people don't buy U.S. bonds? What happens when when the world's, uh, uh, you know, trading currency no longer is the U.S. currency? Okay, so I'm, talk, I'm talking briefly about that. Let me tell you about my dream. Uh, so my dream, I dream frequently, but I rarely remember any of them. But this one freaked me out. And this is what the dream was. There was chaos everywhere. Uh, this was specific in the United States. And I just so happened to be in Seattle during this. It was uh, one of those dreams where I just so happened to be uh, in Seattle. But there was just chaos and darkness. And I remember like... The lights weren't all on kind of thing. Uh, and I remember going home, which wasn't the home that I was familiar with, but it seemed like a, a shanty sort of, um, it just wasn't home. 
But I remember going home and every single thing that my wife and I and our family had ever acquired was just taken. Not just taken, but our safe was cracked open and everything was gone, right? And that was just a symbol that everything will be wiped out. There will come a time where everything will be wiped out. And unlike many countries, guys, uh, the United States, we have never experienced hardship uh, outside of the Great Depression, which was different, right? We have never experienced hardship like many other countries who, who struggle with a lack of power, a lack of water, a lack of food, a lack of everything. Russia, what's going on there for them with all the sanctions? It's like, eh, it's another Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like, not that it doesn't affect them, but they have learned how to figure out uh, what to do when things get tough. And the United States hasn't done that. And the problem with a lot of that is that we are a country who has more guns, right? We have more guns per capita than any other nation. So it's like, I forgot how many guns per individual in the U.S. It's staggering. And, and I'm not, I'm not, there's not any political statement with that other than to say that when people get hungry and tragedy is afoot and things get crazy, um, violence is going to overtake and it's going to be dangerous. And people need to be aware of that. Okay, we're going to transition to the Bible. There are people who have said uh, for a long time, this whole Jesus and second coming and end of the world, like we've been hearing this forever and it still hasn't come. Remember something. Remember something very important. Things happen very slowly and then suddenly. And we're on that course to the suddenly. And the reason we know that is because the Bible has predicted and told us exactly what will happen during these exact times. And when it talks about birth pains or birth pangs, what happens when there's pangs? Like there's birth, <laughs> you know? So there's a, there's a gestation period, uh, there's a pregnancy, and then there's a big long period of time, right? Nine months. And then all of a sudden the, the event is taking place. We're at the time where there's birth pangs and the event is about to take place. So let me show you what the Bible says. You can follow with me, write these verses down if you'd like. You can research everything I'm saying on your own. Second Peter chapter, um, chapter, where am I? Uh, chapter three, starting at verse three. Uh, know this first. Know this first of all, that in the last days, mockers will come with their mocking, following after their own lust. People are going to be thinking about themselves and they're going to be mocking. And what are they going to be saying when they're mocking? And saying, where is the promise of his coming? For ever since the fathers fell asleep, or ever since people have died, all has continued just as it is from the very beginning of creation. For when they maintain this, it is, uh, it, 
it escapes their notice that by the word of God, the heavens existed long ago and the earth was formed out of water and by water, through which the world at that time was destroyed, being flooded with water. So it's giving the the, the creation uh, the, the creation uh, narrative, and then it's talking about the worldwide flood. And, uh, and it says, and at that time, the world was destroyed by the flooded waters. But this present heaven and... Uh, and earth by his word are being reserved for the fire kept for the day of judgment and destruction uh, of ungodly men. But do not let this one fact escape your notice, beloved, that with the Lord, a day is like a thousand years. So people stick on that. Well, a day of the Lord is like a thousand years. So we don't know, but we do know. We know because the signs are being fulfilled right in front of us. The WEF, the World Economic Forum, the digital currency, the digital ID, the, 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 it's all forming right now and the birth pangs are taking place. Earthquakes and famines and pestilence like we have only just begun and you have to get ready. And what I mean get ready is sell your house if that's what God's telling you to do. Move to a place where you can plant something, where you can have an animal that provides something for you. You can't just stay in a city that you know is going to burn or you know you're going to be stuck in a location where there's going to be an an earthquake that's going to crack off and and you're going to fall into the ocean. But you're like, well, I mean, they've been saying it for thousands of years. Well, when scientists say it and they say we've been well due for this for, you know, for over a hundred years, we have been due for xyz like then people go ah it's a little sketchy well the bible's saying this is happening right the 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 whole thing in 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 syria and turkey and that 40,000 people from an earthquake and the aftershocks have died like that's a lot of people right it's coming and it's coming to us it's coming to the us okay here we go first thessalonians chapter 5 Now as to the times and the epochs, brethren, you have no need of anything to be written to you. You don't need me to write this to you because why? For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. Well, when is that? When people are like, eh, I'm sleeping. I ain't paying attention. While they are saying peace and safety, everything is fine. Then destruction will come on them suddenly like birth pangs upon a woman with a child and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness that the day should overtake you like a thief, for you are all sons of the light and sons of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. So then let us not sleep as others do, but let us be alert and sober. For those who sleep are sleeping at night, and those who get drunk get drunk at night. But since we are of the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and as a helmet of hope, the salvation. For God has not destined us for wrath, but for obtaining salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. Those who believe are not destined for the wrath that is on its way and is coming. Now, we hear a scripture within our Christian community all of the time. And, and we have been awaiting, uh, most Christians believe, 
uh, and I'm one of them, most Christians believe that there will be a great awakening and there will be a huge revival that takes place before the end of, before the second coming, before all of this takes place. And we know two things. The Bible says there will be first a great falling away. That means people just look at God, the Bible, uh, Christianity as a bunch of garbage. They just don't want anything to do with it anymore because we're too smart for that. We actually have advanced beyond that. And we don't like the things that it says. We don't like the things that it says about sin. We don't like the things that it says uh, about, um, you know, uh, culture and, and the fact that we might need to not do certain things. And so, you know, we've now advanced beyond that and we can define for ourselves what we are, who we are, and what we can and cannot do despite or without any interjection of God or what scriptures clearly teach us. And that's where we are, like as a culture. We are a post-Christian culture, right? We, we, it's, it's a, uh, um, in many ways, it is just, it's a thing of the past for most. But here's the thing. There's this scripture that's used frequently within churches, and God just sort of allowed me to see the unfolding of, of things in this particular passage. I'm going to read it because, man, it is powerful. But we, we tend to uh, look at the Bible the way that the, uh, the, the way that the heading or the headers have and the chapters and verses have been laid out which the scripture wasn't actually written that way. You know, we don't have where it says the promised Holy Spirit. And then you read, and then it's like the day of the Lord, right? That's not, that's not actually in there. Uh, that was added so that you knew by reference point what you were about to read. So I want to read the way the Bible would have been uh, uh, laid out, speaking specifically about the end times, and about what was coming, and about the outpouring that was going to be uh, taking place. And this is important, because I believe that that God is going to do something so big and amazing, but it's going to happen through hardship, difficulty, tragedy, and, and, and very trying times. Okay, Joel chapter 2. Most people know this uh, within our within Christian culture. Joel chapter two, verse starting at verse 28. And it will come about after this, that I will pour out my spirit on all mankind and your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams and your young men will see visions. So this is, this is that promise of, of, of Jesus. There was a visitation experience in the Old Testament where God would would show up or the Spirit would come on people. And then in the New Testament, through Christ, we have what's called a habitation experience, which means that God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, lives inside us. And because God lives inside us, He is communicating to us and quickening our spirit to the things that are taking place and what's going on. So here we go. So we're talking about the same thread now, the same thread of passage. And then he says this, and I will display wonders in the sky and on earth, blood, 
fire, and columns of smoke. Well, what's a column of smoke? It's a cylinder. It's vertical. It's a, it's a column. Well, what does that look like? It looked like to me like these like nuclear explosions. God forbid, but I, I believe that's the direction that we're going. The sun will be turned into darkness. Well, that's nuclear winter. Uh, the sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood. Makes sense. Uh, and it will come about that whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So what we're seeing is that it will come to time. There will come a time that he's going to pour out his spirit on all mankind and people are going to have dreams and they're going to prophesy and the spirit of the Lord is going to well up and do amazing things. And at that time, right, it will come about that whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Revival is about believers, by the way. It's about people who already know God that are, that are, that are having something taking place inside them, an area of, of repentance, an area of, of uh, renewal inside them. But the most important thing are the, is that individuals who don't know Jesus— who are on their road to destruction, get on board with what's taking place and they give their lives to Christ. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. For Now this is important because this is now talking about what's going on in Israel during this time. And it will come, uh, let me see, and it will come about that whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. For on the Mount, on Mount Zion in Jerusalem, there will be those who escape. And, and the Lord has said, even among the survivors whom the Lord has called. For behold, in those days and at that time, this is about what's taking place during that time, in those days where the Spirit is outpouring and all of this stuff is going on, when I restore the fortunes of Judah and Jerusalem, I will gather all the nations and bring them down to the Valley of Jehoshaphat. The Valley of Jehoshaphat is East Jerusalem. It's, it's the contested area that is not governed, that it's militarily governed, but it is not a part of Israel, right? Which it should be. Actually, all of it should be. It was, they, they lived there. It was their national land for thousands of years and then they had then then they left and then they came back here we go and i will uh, bring them down to the valley of jehoshaphat this is everybody is sort of like looking at what is going on in between the mount of olives and the and the the where the dome of the rock the al-aqsa mosque and um, where the temple should be on the temple mount. And everybody's going to be focusing on that. Then I will enter into judgment with them on uh, behalf of my people uh, and my inheritance, Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations, and they have divided up my land. So... I know it's not popular, uh, but the solution has been proposed that how you get 
peace in the Middle East is to create all of these different nation states and divide up the land. Divided, you own this and, and you have that. And there's a, that's, let me be clear. Like God says, that's my land. They're my people. They're my inheritance. And I'm pissed off because they're dividing up my land and they're going to try to, they're, they're going to try to take it away from what I have declared. So I guess where I'm going uh, all in all with this would be to say that we are living in biblical times. We are literally living in biblical end times right now, right now. And if we bury our head in the sand, we stick our face into our phone and we don't pay attention to exactly what's taking place in front of us, we are going to get lost in the shuffle. Be ready, be prepared, spiritually more than anything. Be a good listener. God is speaking and he wants you to follow what he's telling you. He wants you to listen to what he is saying. It's happening now. It's not, well, you know, a day of the Lord's like a thousand years, so it could happen this. No, we're in birth pains. What happens when we're in birth pains? Something births. We know what is said in scripture. You guys can't, we cannot be blinded to that. All right. So I became the guy, right? This guy that, that does this, this end time stuff. I never would have thought I was that guy. I would have thought I was the recovery guy. You know what I mean? Like I've been sober for, I don't know, 16 years almost. And I thought I would be the guy to help people walk that out as I have had God be successful in my life walking that out. But yet I'm talking about this all the time. And, uh, but it's important. It's the most important thing. It's the most important thing. God bless you guys. If you don't know Jesus, you got to turn. Now is the time. Don't wait until things get insane, but turn to him now. Listen to what he's telling you inside. You know what's happening. Everybody knows. Everybody can see it. The change is coming, and you need to be a part of on the good side of that change. In Jesus' name, peace. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to God Talk Uncensored. We appreciate your support, and until next time, God bless you.